0: Hey everybody, welcome to Solar Scene, or welcome back to our Oscars conversation. This is part two, which will be a mini-review of the 2023 ceremony. We're going to be talking a little bit about common criticisms of the Oscars as kind of an institution, and how we felt the 2023 ceremony differed from them in a positive way, or at least showed signs of doing so. We're going to also be sharing some of our ideas for how the ceremony could be made better through a more solar scene lens of looking at things perhaps and just in general kind of giving our thoughts
1: but to start off we should make a note on the winner of best picture last night was everything everywhere all at once this film if you listen to our previous oscars episode which came out this morning was panned you could say (laughs) on the solar scene podcast for several reasons
0: yeah Right, since it was such a big winner on the night, I feel like the way we dismissed it probably comes across as a little bit too harsh and maybe mean-spirited. So instead of just kind of actively saying this is the most un film of the year, which it was, we could actually do so with a little bit more nuance. So to begin with, like of the awards that uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once won and was generally kind of commended for, we both agreed that the performances in the film, those were pretty great. And also the people involved in the film, they seemed like they were... Very nice and likable people too. And I feel like that kind of swayed the voting to an extent, as often happens in these kind of uh, award shows. And also, not an insignificant fact about the film, is that it was quite low budget for the type of film it was and made quite a lot of money in comparison to that, especially through a theatrical run, which obviously it's so seen with big advocates for cinemas. I think that's a great thing. It's always good when people come to the cinema together together and smile, laugh, nudge each other, have mm. a good time. It just wasn't our thing, I suppose. And I also just don't think it was... That makes a best picture quality.
1: To me, it felt like as if a Marvel movie just had the Disney brand stripped off it, the Marvel brand stripped off it. And it's kind of all the reasons that the Academy often in the past has said, well, we couldn't... Those aren't actually well-made films in that sense that we yeah. would nominate one of these really popular films for best picture, mm. let alone award it. It was just too rapid.
0: What was especially annoying about this film is that all that action and sci-fi multiverse madness distracted from what I thought at the start of it anyway, and there were shades of it at the end, the much-awaited end, because I think the third act especially goes on way too long, of a more grounded and better family drama And all the kind of shenanigans. I think the humor, none of that really landed for me. There was a lot of references Mm. that I don't think it's nice when films just exist for you to recognize things. Yeah. Um, and it, it, that element felt kind of juvenile, which Mm. is a strange criticism because we love like children's films. But yeah, it really felt like there was a good, a marriage subplot, which was the most entertaining part of the film for me and the most dramatic. And also a mother-daughter subplot that was, you know, like those were the highlights. And I just felt like everything else got in the way instead of adding to it.
1: Upon reflection, I feel like that's what was awarded, was that core, the heart of the movie. Hmm. All those scenes with the girl like flitting in between universes and all of her costumes or whatever. Like it was cool enough, but it was like this isn't really, like that doesn't deserve the win. Because that could just be anything. It was very clickbaity. Sure. The the core of the movie was really beautiful, made me cry, I think. And everyone I know who watched this film remarked on that. They were like, oh, I loved when she was like running down the hallway and she turned into a a jack-o'-lantern or whatever happened.
0: Well, actually, I still didn't really love the core of the movie. But also a note on the philosophy of it, the optimistic nihilism, which basically states that nothing matters, so let's all just have fun and be kind. Mm -hmm. I just think that's such a trite and, I mean in my opinion, like, wrong, and in a way, kind of damaging message, mm-hmm. you know, I really don't like that kind of ethos. So even in those very straightforward, preachy, we're just going to say the theme over and over again, moments that this film has, I just found myself balking against that because I didn't like that theme. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I didn't think that was a nice message. Yeah, Let's say however, kind of tearfully it was delivered. Anyway, moving on to a big criticism of the Oscars, especially in recent years, which I felt it handled quite well yesterday. It's the balancing of the, let's say, more inaccessible or highbrow films that, quote, nobody ever watches with the more popular things that people recognize and go to and like to see on screen, let's say. Because it's been a bit of a conundrum. There's been a bit of a tension maybe maybe for decades, I'm not sure, but certainly for the last few years or the last decade or so with the Oscars, it seems like they are kind of in two minds with who they're trying to, with which demographic they're trying to appeal to. Mm -hmm. Remember they had the Fan Vote Award, was it last year or two years ago?
1: Yeah, last year was definitely the extreme of trying to appeal to the masses.
0: Yeah, it was like a Fan Vote Award, we're going to omit cinematography and editing from Mm -hmm. the live stream. And obviously that annoyed a lot of people who actually do care about those awards and the technical categories of film. And that was addressed, I thought, in in quite a, a straightforward way by the host, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel, at the start of this, this episode where he said, we listened to all the criticisms that you wanted the awards back in. The show's going to ro- gonna run long. That is what it is. That was a better way of doing things. And with regards to the, as I said, the the trying to appeal to other demographics or the balancing, I felt like they, they included those more popular elements in fun ways through the presenters mm-hmm. because you had like the rock presenting an award And it's like none of his films were there but everyone likes the rock and he's still a big part of the industry so there's like this recognition that the industry isn't just films like the banshees of Inisherin or tar or the foreign films like it's also these massive movies we're not just going to ignore them like they're a big part of it but we're not going to give them oscars but you know they're going to be here and i think that was nice like in the monologue We had references of like Spider-Man. I thought the reference or the Jimmy Kimmel shouting out Pedro Pascal was really interesting because I think he even said like half the country is watching you either on HBO or Disney Plus right now. And those Mm -hmm. are both television shows, which obviously is a medium that usually faces, I feel like, quite a lot of snobbery from the Oscars. It was kind of interesting to see that kind of recognition. But just in general, I thought it was like, those are pleasant moments because you can like Spider-Man and I don't know what's a really Oscar-based film.
1: I really liked the Banshees, so you yeah, can Banshees, say you can like sure. Spider-Man and the Banshees. Yeah. And this year was just so tasteful. <laughs> I really had a lot of doubts about Jimmy Kimmel as the host. <laughs> but then he delivered everything so reverently. Yeah. He seemed maybe it was acting, which is fine. Yeah. To care about the films and the people. And when he would deliver jokes, it was as if he was in the industry. And usually when the hosts deliver the jokes or deliver the monologues or any mm. kind of introduction, it feels like they don't care. Like, they don't watch movies. They don't like movies. Or they're yeah. like, oh, I love movies. And they've watched, like, just the three blockbusters. Right. They don't love, like, cinema, which I feel like the Oscars is about.
0: Yeah, I think that too. I I mean, this kind of gets into the, the phenomenon of the Ricky Gervais hosting the Golden Globes and skewering everyone in the monologue. And people love it because they're watching Hollywood get taken down a peg. And it's like, there's... I think that's cool too. Like, I think, I think Hollywood is very rich for, ripe for satire because mm-hmm. it is, there is a ridiculousness to it. Yeah. But I also love that earnest reverence that, as you said, Hollywood has for itself. I know a lot of people find that annoying and they find it, I don't know, insular or elitist or something, but I think it's, it's so cool that they are so into Hollywood history, the golden era of film, archives, things like this. I think that's such a, such a nice thing. And yeah, all the jokes felt like they were, in good humor rather than kind of mean spirited it sometimes comes across as yeah because
1: there was that one joke that stood out to me that jimmy kimmel made i don't know if he writes these jokes but not. anyway <laughs> he made about austin butler receiving a typewriter from tom hanks yes. and them writing each other back and forth in character their characters in the elvis movie and he was like it's silly like let's admit what we do is silly yeah, and it's exactly. like it is silly but it's like Using even that word choice was so perfect to me because I feel like it would have gone really extreme. It's like we're all just a bunch of kids. We're all, like,
0: yeah. In previous years, you're right. really They would have made fun of that, like, do it, mm-hmm. but in a in a meaner way. Mm-hmm. Like it was just kind of a, like a gentle deflation of the bubble. Like, yeah, this is silly. This is a bit ridiculous, but we do it
2: mm-hmm. because
0: we all love movies. Yeah. it's like, and I think that yeah, I love that kind of that pure celebration of the art. I think I mean it was kind of funny to say of someone who was kind of parachuted into the stage at the start, but it was a it was an understated hosting. It was. Understated. There was a donkey, though. That was, was a highlight as well.
1: The donkey really represented something that we were discussing kind of before, and I also liked when there was that, the old camera yeah, came up editing. in the stage, and it was like, yeah, cut as if it was being shot on 35mm. So these little, like, homages mm. to, like, the industry, like these old cinema, these old cameras... The animal actors. Yeah. It was it wasn't crazy the no. way that it perhaps it could have been. Yeah. I feel like in la- other years perhaps there would have been like a whole circus on stage or something. But this the, he just kinda walked out with the donkey was like, yeah. Here's Jenny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just nice touches like that. Yeah. Nice touches that weren't too, as you say, too ridiculous. Like at the start when all the dancers from RRR came out and kind of danced them off the stage, I was like, that's a nice touch to one of the films that's nominated. Mm-hmm. And we were saying throughout Film was more present in the ceremony than it usually Mm. is. It's usually just a few people on a stage talking. But this time, it's like they had clips of the films behind them, all five nominees every time. And that was really cool. As you said, they brought props, an old camera, or someone, you know, editing as they did back in the day. Just that kind of thing. It felt, it felt lovely. And that kind of leads into some of our solo scene ideas for how the ceremonies could be made even cooler. And the first one, I think we both shared and was really the low light of the ceremony, I think it's always the low light, is the cutting people off when they're giving their speeches. Mm -hmm. That's just so almost comically cruel, I find. Yeah. Because it's especially the case when, let's say, it's two or three people, one person gets up and grabs the mic, does a few thanks, like, they don't even have to be, it doesn't have to be a crazy long speech, but you see the other person kind of inching in, and you Mm -hmm. just know that as soon as they reach the microphone, the music will start playing. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's brutal because I I mean there has to be a limit. No one should hog the microphone for that long, but I feel like no one does try to hog it for that long. Like it's always reasonable. Yeah, and yet we we still feel the need to make room for cocaine bear in the audience, Mm -hmm. and it's like
1: I like cocaine bear in the
0: audience, but if we're cutting something, it should be that rather than the speeches.
1: I 100% agree with that, and it's once a year these people worked years and years sometimes like the documentaries it's like yeah that was like a 40-year project it's like they deserve four minutes yeah if that's what they need and there aren't that many nominees that they couldn't dare i say submit speeches mm. or rough speeches that they have prepared and have them timed and it's like okay we'll kind of follow your script loosely like i know there's a bit of emotion in the moment but they could submit their scripts yeah and then if it's like oh, we're kind of getting a bit to the end
0: well i mean they do have a time limit right he said at yeah. the start that it was 45 seconds i don't really buy that because i feel like some categories like they weren't going to cut off the acting uh winners mm-hmm. which just feels a little bit unfair because then the sound people it's like what about us and it also feels like the time includes the time it takes for them to get to the stage which yeah. doesn't feel right and sometimes during the speech the audience will just clap for a few seconds. And if Mm -hmm. I was up there, I'd be like, no, stop clapping. I've only got 45 seconds here. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely one thing. Another thing that is less so about the ceremony, more about the process behind it, I guess, and the the award body, the voting, is just that it feels like they don't watch many films and it feels like they nominate from a small pool of Mm -hmm. films. I mean, we were talking about that, the whole concept of lobbying for a film. Mm -hmm. like oscars lobbying it's like what it's supposed to be awarding it's not supposed to be who pays the most or who is the most persistent so that is a bit ridiculous i agree but when i talk about watching more films it feels like there's always a few films that get all the nominations but then for the last few years it's even been within that only a couple of those few films actually win any of the the Mm -hmm. awards and that just feels unfair in most cases like Whatever you think about everything everywhere all at once, it didn't deserve to win that many awards. Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. the best script, three acting performances, Mm -hmm. editing. Like, that just doesn't make much sense. I I think it's much better when they spread the love, but I just get the impression that the voters get swept up in narratives and that, yeah, they don't actually watch everything, Mm -hmm. which is sad.
1: And they often will give career awards, like the best supporting actress. I felt like she was probably fourth on my list of (laughs) who I would have awarded it to from those performances. But it's like, obviously her career was like epic and iconic. So maybe they just gave it to her for that purpose. So they do have honorary Oscars or maybe I think we're going to get to it now, but changing up the structure, but like there's 24 Oscars, which makes them super prestigious, but Hmm. perhaps a bit more leniency with who's nominated and also perhaps even how many recipients there are. I know there has to be one per category, but maybe making more categories?
0: I was thinking about that. I was thinking, I mean, a couple categories I've thought for a a few years is that there should be, for one thing, a stunt category or a 100% action choreography category or something like that.
1: Voice acting?
0: I think there's been at least one time that voice acting has been nominated for acting. Uh, Oh, But it's just such a different thing that it feels like it should be Mm -hmm. alternate, but I'm not sure. Definitely stunts. And that would also see different types of films nominated that don't tend to thrive in the other areas. And, you know, that's what people are always clamoring for. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, I agree with that, that the Oscar bait drama still does exist and pervade a little bit too much. And I would like to see, for instance, an acting nomination for an action movie or for a mm-hmm. comedy. You like, you so rarely see that. It, you don't have to cry to be, for it to be a great performance is what I'm saying. So yeah, definitely spreading the love in the different types of films. And I also agree about just the nomination structure. Because sometimes it does feel like, well, really, either one of those could have won the award. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, why not give them both the award then? Yeah. Or, you know, something else that annoys me is like snubs with nominations. It's like if there were six really, really well edited films that everyone agrees like these all deserve a nomination, they should just all be nominated. I don't like that it's set to five for everything except 10 for Best Picture. Because even in that latter case there's never 10 like masterpieces that come out every year. So they're always, I think like the list of 10 is always kind of, there's some padding in there and that doesn't feel right either. So I feel like that could vary between five to sometimes 10 maybe. And the other categories could also vary. Like maybe there's only three really great scores Mm -hmm. or something like that.
1: Yeah. I think also having really specific for when we have our Oscars, really specific parameters for what it means to get a nomination because right now it feels, as we're saying, very like, well, like this was a great movie, so the editing must have been great. Exactly, this must exactly. have been great. Because I imagine there were a bunch of random independent films mm. that were edited better than some of the films nominated. And I'm using editing as an example, but it can be all of them. Like, there was probably some like gut-wrenching or just like mind-blowing performance in a comedy film or in a film that like no one really watched or heard of, but it was great. Yeah. But it's like if those people didn't lobby... Then they're not going to get it. And you also have to submit for the Oscars, which, like, to an extent makes sense. Like, you don't, can't have people out there watching every film. Mm. But I feel like if the Academy really loved cinema and they watched this, like, independent film, I'm saying independent, I don't mean, like, A24, I mean, some really independent film yeah, and they, like, film. loved it, they could maybe put it up for a nomination or yeah. at least bring it to the table. And I think, yeah, it just needs a little bit of reshuffling.
0: I feel like to an extent someone might say to us there are other award shows for that. Yeah. You have like the Indie Spirit Awards and the Actors Guilds Awards and these more kind of niche and lesser scene ceremonies, but it's the Oscars.
1: There could even be a category like Lifetime Achievement Award, yeah. which I know they have in the honorary Oscars, but it could be an annual thing because it's like people were always griping, Leonardo DiCaprio's never got an Oscar. And it's like, well, maybe his performance in one film didn't really do it. And that year maybe it was really harsh competition which is obviously a thing but it's like if in a few years time that film has had the staying power that performance Hmm. kind of
0: oh like a retroactive award retrospective award
1: kind of something like that yeah because Because there's a lot of
0: films that yeah they become they age well
1: yeah isn't it yeah and there's really tough years like this year felt like a tough year last year not so much to me i was like i would have given Dune everything yeah but this year it's like there was a lot like i loved her i loved the banshees i loved a lot of the ones that were nominated, and so I think it could have been, yeah, they kind of all deserved awards.
0: You know what's a good thing, though? What? The Sea Beast didn't get any.
2: Right.